Hey there, friends, especially girlfriends. What's up with you? This is Sylvia Valashikova. Welcome to the first episode of Confident Women's Secrets podcast. Let me start with my own story on how my confidence dropped to zero and how I learned confidence is a big thing. The big question is how can a shy girl with social phobia become a strong woman with jaw-dropping confidence? This podcast is here to give you the answer. I spent the last four years learning from the best coaches to date. Join me and my guests as I learn, apply and share best confidence techniques for women. My name is Silvia Valashikova and you are listening to Confident Women Secrets. I decided to start this podcast to give you space to be who you are and give you the confidence to make the first step towards whatever your soul desires. Although I don't know where you are in your life at the moment, I know how hard it is to come out of your own shell. If you believe that the world is a scary place, you usually don't walk around with a jaw-dropping confidence, but you are shy and watchful. At least I was. I used to be the shy girl with low self-esteem, zero confidence that was either scared, depressed or anxious. Although I didn't realize it back then, This is how I define my past self now. That was my normal. But then, there were situations that went below normal. Let me tell you a story of one of them. I remember the day like it was yesterday. It was 1 p.m. and I was still lying in bed. I had a headache and no desire to get up from bed. I wasn't hungry. I was staring at the walls of my room. Orange and grey walls. White ceiling. It was two to three weeks since I came back from the United States. There were so many turns in my life within the last year someone doesn't have in a lifetime. I was always an adventure seeker and friends used to tell me how come it's always something going on in your life? Well, this time it took a bad turn. I ended up lying in my parents' house unemployed with only one suitcase of my own things. I had no money. I haven't seen my friends in a year. I wasn't even willing to see my friends, because what would I tell them? It was September and I had only shorts and tees. So my mom took me shopping to get me some pants, sweaters and a jacket. I was 26 and I felt like a complete loser. I didn't know what to do with my life. I was supposed to start looking for some job, right? But where? And how? I avoided meeting people. I could imagine them asking me, Why did you come back from the United States? Nobody is coming back. Translation, you are a failure. You didn't succeed abroad. And I didn't want to tell them the whole story. I believed I was a failure. This belief was imprinted on my heart. I went from having a good salary, high workload advisory job to moving to Chicago where I was trying to start my own business and failing miserably to staying unemployed for the whole year and spending all my money to never leaving a studio apartment for almost a year to developing quite severe social phobia and anxiety to running back to my parents' house in Slovakia the following year. But that is a completely different story I can tell in the next episode. Right now, I'm at my parents' house. 
I can't make calls or go shopping alone. I can't go out. I ran in and out of depression. I avoid most of the social contact. In this situation, the only thing I could think of was, why do I have to live this life? I didn't ask for it. I didn't want it. I stopped believing in myself completely. If I was not able to make a call or go shopping or speak to a stranger, how could I go out and look for a job? Who would hire me? And why would anyone give me a job? I don't know anything. I am completely worthless. So my days consisted of lying in bed, eating junk food and self-pity. I didn't want to talk to anybody or do anything. I was not interested in doing anything fun, not even reading a book or watching a show. Just staring at the ceiling. That was my thing. However, that particular day, my mom came to my room with her laptop and she said, Look, I found this therapist. It looks like he is good. What do you think of trying him out? Bam, right hook hit. Great, now she thinks I'm crazy. This is awesome. Is it really this bad with me? Do I need a professional help? I must think about it, I said. But I felt like this is it. For the rest of my life, I will be the psycho girl that needs professional help and you can't talk to her honestly and openly because she just can't take it. She is too vulnerable. She is scared of people. Could my confidence get any lower? Lying in my bed for another three days, I was thinking about it. And I had this talk with myself. Okay, Sylvia, you are lying here in bed at your parents' house. You own nothing. You have no job, no life. If you continue this way, you will have no friends. What is it there to lose? Something is not right here, with you. Let's give it a try. It was not this excited, let's give it a try way, you know. It was more like a whisper. So I told my mom, I'll give it a try. My plan was to learn as much as I can about myself. Why do I feel the way I feel? How can I be independent again? In terms of going shopping and making calls and taking care of my own stuff. I had one session a week and that was my job for the week. I was telling myself, Sylvia, you don't have to do anything this week. Just go there. And you can lie in bed and eat juggling food for the rest of the week. Just go there. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your mom. To be honest, the first sessions were weird. A lot silent. The therapist asked a question and I didn't know the answer. But I don't know. Wasn't an answer he would accept. So we were silent until I came up with some kind of an answer. I believe I had some internal power back then, although it didn't feel like it because I kept going to the sessions and kept hoping it will change something to better. Although it was exhausting and I cried a lot and ate a lot of sweets, I was getting better and finding who I was again. It was the third or maybe fourth session when he said something that really broke my heart. I was talking about my childhood, which is something you usually do at the therapist, right? I mentioned one specific experience from my childhood that was painful for me. And at the end, I said through tears, I never told anybody about this. He was silent for, for a little while 
And then he looked at me and said, You experienced too much fear at very young age. Five years old should not know such a fear. Your brain developed differently. It is constantly looking for threats and trying to avoid them. You will experience it in your life in a form of constant struggle with fear. Is there a cure for it? I ask. I'm afraid it is not, he answered. You need to learn to live with it. I don't know how I got home that day. I was sentenced to live a life of fear for the rest of my life. I wanted to be that brave and confident woman, but it seems like I will never be one. Why is it all happening to me? I thought. What did I do that I'm being punished? Then, one day, my glass of self-pity just got full. I got sick of myself. Sylvia, this is not you. You are not here on this earth to be a victim, to lie in bed and cry how bad your life is. There must be a reason why you are going through what you are going through. Oh, big light bulb moment. There really must be a reason why you are going through what you are going through. There is some reason. I opened Google and I typed, what is the reason I am here? <laughs> After a few minutes of searching, I found Tony Robbins' video on YouTube. Fast forward today, I am at a completely different place mentally. Throughout the years, I had two therapists, half dozen of coaches. I had a coach from Tony Robbins' organization for almost a year and you will probably hear a lot about her. I did massive work on my development. I don't have social phobia anymore, I make calls. I love myself and my life. I am very grateful for everyone and everything in my life. I enjoy every day. I learned to celebrate. More importantly, I developed confidence. On a scale from 0 to 10, it went from 0 to a decent 60. I am still a work in progress, but step by step I'm getting there. I believe my choices. I know my strengths. I know what I want and what I like. I believe I know what is the best for me. You know, I learned one thing. Confident woman is capable of anything. Confidence is the single most important skill a woman needs to be happy and to succeed. Confidence is something I wish I had much earlier. Without confidence, you can't accomplish anything. And I'm not saying work-wise, but really anything. You can be pretty, but without confidence, you are no model. You can be smart, but without confidence, you are no business leader. You can be fighting for human rights, but without confidence, you won't make much change in the world. Confidence really is the number one skill a woman needs. Okay, so that was what I wanted to share with you today. But you might wonder, what the hell happened to this girl that she ended up in this situation? Well, it was a regular day at work, end of April. I wore blue dress with yellow flowers. Sun was shining outside and I was looking forward to summer. The work wasn't so intense that day. I was thinking of vacation when out of nothing my boyfriend came to me, kneeled next to my desk and asked me a question. A question that changed my whole life. Question that was the reason why I didn't go for a vacation that year. The question that made me quit my job and leave the country. 
The question wasn't, will you marry me if that's what you are suggesting? But let me tell you the whole story in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of the Confident Women Secrets podcast. Bye for now.